Rules for thee, not for me. Can you hear me? Says you can't. Says he didn't connect. And in the meantime, while Sean's connecting, TPC 139, 4.14 p.m. Eastern Time, July 17th, Friday, 2020. Can't hear me yet. He's mute. He's deaf. He's going Helen Keller up in this bitch. I don't know if you can hear me. Sean, you're fucking ugly. Can't hear me. Sean, you're beautiful. Okay, we there go, we are. We Sean Viper, part two. I was just <laughs> I was just saying terrible things about you. Everyone cool. listen, podcast available on YouTube, DTube, Vimeo, VO, BitChute, you Spotify, Anchor, where the fuck you want. Goddamn newspapers for all I care. It's available everywhere. Um fuck it, let's get to it. Sean Viper. Part two. Sean was on. 130, you were on, let's see, what were you? 135, I think. 135. That was, yes, sir. 135. And we finished it with part, with, that was part one. One response I've gotten so far is, Sean's got a crazy fucking life, can't wait for part two. So, that's my buddy AJ. So, AJ, if you're listening. Sean Viper, coming in for part two. Everyone, listen to part one if you want to hear the whole introduction. This is my buddy Sean. We start, we, we finished at, you just been dropped I know off. Where, I know where we finished You at. know where we finished off? All right. Well, fuck me. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> hey, uh, first of all, AJ, uh, your buddy AJ, I want to say, man, I appreciate it. We've all had, I want to say this. I'm going to try to make parts too shorter because, man, you know, we just got to talking on part yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We went but, off the rails. Uh, but, I mean, that's, be- that's better. That means we had a lot of shit to say. But AJ, okay. man, we, we all had, one thing I've learned is that I never try to think that my life is better or crazier than anybody else's unless you have just lit. Actually, even if you just lived in a cocoon and in a bubble, that's still pretty fucking crazy. That, if yeah. you Think about if it. You don't have a, <laughs> if you don't have a crazy life. That is crazy. If you manage <laughs> right. to just skate through this bitch, just like just having a normal. Ex- Have you ever seen that meme? It's like, man, there are people out there. No therapists, no prescription drugs, no uh, alcohol, no weed. They're out there just raw dog in reality. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, man. Yep. Shit, if you can do, if you've got a vanilla nine to five life, that is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> to exist yes. on Earth as a human in a time of where two billion people don't have enough drinking water. That is crazy. So, back to you, Sean. Yeah. Um, also, man, I want to say thanks for, uh, man, Matt, Matt, shout out to you, Tommy, for for whatever I know about your your past and what you've come through with family issues and then you uh, you, you taking a chance on taking a break or, or after you got accepted into, uh, to med school. Um, man, just life is, life will take you on any different path, man. It's it's proved that to me most definitely. And I know it's, it's happened to you and, and anybody else listening. So, um, Hell yeah. Appreciate it. So, all right. So, bam, vehicles left. You know, I'm in, I'm in the Grand Chaco Bush Plains of, of Argentina, somewhere in Argentina. I didn't even know at the time really where I was at. So, you know, as a man, we were talking about ego. You know, I had to pump myself up, military, Marines. Uh, you know, I had to have this, like you said, bravado. So I remember all these vehicles left. I see about two to three cameramen, but I realized quickly they didn't, they didn't give a damn about what I was going, 
they're, they're, they're just there to film. So I remember I'm walking, I got, I got this pack on and at this moment, reality is sort of setting in, but I don't, man, I don't know yet, but it was really about to set in. So I remember I'm walking through and at the moment I'm trying to, I'm feeling like, okay, it's cool. I'm on a TV show for whatever reason. I feel like somebody's going to say cut and people bring out some water. (laughs) I don't know why I felt that way because they treated me so good leading up to this moment. You know, I remember being in a limo. I remember coming to an airport and they got my name up on a sign. I remember people calling me, uh, Hey, you know, Miss, Mr. Sean, Mr. Tiger. Hey, what what can I do for you? And then all of a sudden, there's there's like nobody there. All right, let me let me get through this. So, I remember um, it's it's hot as hell. I remember the sun's getting higher, and panic set in. Uh, by the way, this is not this not this is not a camping feeling. I have no idea where the f I'm at. So I. All I remember is I'm just trying to look cool for the cameras. Once again, this ego thing is that all right, I see some cameramen. Just look cool. Yeah. I just gotta I just gotta look cool. This is gonna be on TV. Yeah. I wanna say about ten minutes in, like that feeling slowly started going away. That quick. Because I just remember I was like, all right, this is gonna be on TV. I gotta look cool. I gotta look cool. I'm a Marine. I gotta look cool. And then I remember within 10 minutes of me just not hearing any water, not seeing any water, and just sweat just pouring down my face. And I just started feeling panic set in. And then I just remember the cameraman, they just didn't give a shit. And then in my head, like all these things, like these different feelings started spinning. And then it started sinking in that, dude, you're about to be in for a long ride. This is a long ass ride. And then it also what kicked into my head is I was thinking, what in the fuck did you do? Why? Like, you have no idea what you signed up for. I remember talking to one of the one of the producers about that. I said, a lot of people don't know what they're signing up for, but they're going to be in for a rude awakening. And like, I ate those words at that moment. So I'm going through this thick brush. It felt like it felt like it was about five hours, but in reality, it was probably like 45 minutes. But this is 45 minutes in no man's land where you don't know where you're at. Finally, that that was the first, first moment I thought about quitting. There was three pivotal moments I thought about quitting on, a, on the wheel. That was the first one. And then the only thing that I felt like kept me going was that Man, if you quit right now, you're going to get made fun of so much. Your ex. They're going to be like, man, this was this Marine who was in Iraq, presidential support. And this dude is going to be the first person to tap out. Because I just, for whatever reason, I thought that they were just going to drop me off next to water. And I, and now I'm having to literally f- try to find where water's at and I don't know my direction. So, eventually, what I did is I... I remember I stopped, I took a breath. Uh, I think at that moment is where a little bit of me started, where I remember what I said is, hey, if you're not a religious person, your ass gonna get religious or something out there. I think that was the first little inkling and I remember I just stopped and I was, 
I don't know if I was talking to myself, God, or the universe, or whatever, and I just, some just said, chill out. Just think. You don't need to worry about tonight. Just worry about your next step. So remember these videos you watch. Relax. Quit moving. So I remember I just stopped, and I just tried to just listen to all my surroundings. Mm. I could just hear birds. Like, everything just slowed down. This is This is going to seem weird, man, but, like, you got to remember so much stuff is hitting me at one moment. I remember I just slowed down. I just remember I listened to the animals. I just took three minutes just to chill the fuck out. You know, life is crazy sometimes, man. Sometimes you you got like going on the same thing in the wilderness. Just stop, chill. I remember I was listening to these birds. Did I? I remember I was sweating. Some said, man, take off all these garments, relax, breathe. And then something in my head was just like, this is this is gonna be my part because now I'm feeling like I'm I was getting religious out there with nature. So I felt like God was like, bro, just look wherever there's more green, just keep going towards wherever you see more green okay. green shit. Okay. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense because that's where water will be. Cause sort of there was like there was just dark dead spots, and mm-hmm. then there was just some like so I remember I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Go to so I started left. doing it, seemed like it was a while. Finally I find I don't want to say I heard water, but I felt like I started seeing openings. And then finally, like I went around this weird bend and then, man, I saw water. And this is what's crazy about nature is that hey, something will happen and you'll feel so good about it. And then it's like, bam, what's next? Like now you have another hurdle. Nature is a different part of life, which is which is crazy. Once again, I'm telling you, this is not camping. This is survival. Yeah. So I get there. Bam. I see water. All right. I got to start getting through this stuff or else we're going to be on two hours on this boy. What, what's our time right now? Oh, uh, 424. So. Four oh, minutes. All right. oh, yeah. Uh, we've been doing this for 10, 10 minutes. It's been recording for 10 minutes, right. 15 seconds. Dude, there's. This. We can't have part. Hey, man, you do whatever you want. We can do part 50. I don't give a shit. It's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you, man. Yeah, dude. We can gun for whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. So, uh. So. Bam, I, I see the water, and man, I feel so good. I'm like, oh, man, I found water. Man, I'm great. So now the next thing is you got to boil this water because the water mm-hmm. that I find, these, this is where, by the way, Grand Chaco Bush Plains, my first destination is called, uh, what was that first destination called? It was called, it was the desert, but they named it something else. Oh, Bush Plains. My bad. Bush Plains. Okay. But it's the desert, pretty much. So I get out there, and so I'm like, man, I found water. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to live for I made it. <laughs> 20 days, 20 to 30 days. That's yeah. how much you can live off water, supposedly, without food. Okay. So I find it, but this water is so, like, dirty and feces and festive. You got to remember, all the animals are coming out of there to piss, shit, drink out of that same, that same water hole. So I find this. I'm like, good. Bang, I unpack, I start seeing the stuff that they gave me in my pack. And I find this canteen. And so I finally like fill it up with this dirty water. So all these videos I watch of how to start a fire, they had, um, have you ever used a, um, it's called a, a rod. Dang, what's the correct term for it? Um, it's like a fire starter. It's just like a rod, rod and it has, it's like uh, flint. Flint, flint, flint steel, and whatever. yeah. But there's another name for it. Anyways, have you ever used that before to start a fire? 
I think I think I had when I was like little up at like up at like our camp in New Hampshire. Vaguely, if I, vaguely. If, if I can, probably one of my best words of advice. Whether you think you'll be stranded or not, look, you never know. We got a so-called, I don't even know, pandemic going on right now, whether, you know, I'm not even going to go deep into that. But if there's ever an economic collapse and you don't have a lighter, I highly suggest anybody listening to this, get a damn fire starter with a rod and striker and practice that. Because so what what happened, I had to watch videos of how to do this in case for whatever reason that was in my pack. I wasn't allowed to bring... Pretty, I wasn't really allowed to bring much of anything except a picture of friends and family, and like, uh, like like some Allegra or some shit in case like for my allergies or something out there. So, um, I, I highly suggest it. So, but when you watch these YouTube videos, it makes it look like you can just grab some dry ass leaves yeah, just, and just do like this, yeah, and it's gonna light up. You gotta remember. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know if it's going to be winter. You don't know. So I highly suggest anybody to just mess with different type of material so that if something happens, the economic collapse, you don't got no lighter, no gasoline or something, you at least know how to do that. That was, I got humbled right there. Bang. So what happened? I find, I'm like, oh shit, I got a fire starter. Oh, this is great. I don't have to use two pieces of wood, which I've been struggling with anyway. So I grab all these dirty, I grab all these dry, like everything's dry out there anyway. I grab these dry ass leaves, I get them all together. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to drink some water. This is going to be great. I'm thirsty as hell, man. I get everything set up, dude. I'm just, and I'm talking about, these are some big ass sparks coming out of this thing. Yeah. Man it's hitting these leaves. You can see smoke coming up from the leaves, but nothing is igniting at all. One thing I learned is that leaves, depending on like how long they've been dead or whatever, they'll smolder, but they will not ignite. Yeah. So I don't care how dry the stuff is, it'll it'll catch and it'll just smoke and smolder. And that's what kept happening. And then immediately in my head, I was like, oh shit. Like I'm I'm not gonna drink any water today. This is bad. Oh fuck. Um, I started freaking out again. And it got to the point to where I don't know if you guys have ever seen Survivor. Or any of these shows, but you see people drink the water. They just panic and they drink the water. Yeah, <laughs> and you get sick. Yelling as fuck. At the, you get you're, sick you're, well, as you're fuck. yelling at the screen, and you're like, "You dumbass! Why are you drinking the dirty water? You're gonna get sick. You're gonna throw up." I was one of those people. All the stuff that I judged people on, it started happening to me. It got to the point of where I was at an hour of trying to get a fire started, and I was panicking again that I was so thirsty and plus my adrenaline was just making me even sweat more. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dr- this weird feeling of like survival adrenaline was different than Iraq adrenaline how or so? getting ready to fight somebody adrenaline. How, how so? Because I feel like in a, when, if I, if I'm going to get in a fist fight with somebody, I feel like there's going to be an end. There's an objective coming close. Yeah. I'm getting getting jacked up to hit somebody. Yeah, somebody's going to break it up. There's going to be an end. Okay. Same thing if you're in Iraq or in combat. There's going to be an end. Okay. Somebody's going to take me out. I might take somebody out. There's going to be eventually. But it'll it'll go away. But this survival stuff, there's going to be an end, but it's going to be a brutal, long (laughs) end. Yeah, Yeah, it might be three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. So uh um, that 
finally same thing god universe whatever y'all want to call it something came in my head what i'm telling y'all some of y'all are going to be like sean that was just your mind mm-hmm. i really don't feel like whatever was giving me these important pieces of advice was my mind because i was already freaked the fuck out so something in my mind said sean relax chill same thing when i started panicking earlier just ch- so i i chilled relaxed started thinking and something was just like just go just take a walk around look at anything else besides dry leaves that you think you might be able to light up so i walked for about maybe 10 minutes and man i saw these little um you know when you blow a dandelion and um, those little fluffy pieces come out yeah so i kept seeing these little pieces of those little fluffy dandelion things like blowing on the ground but i just I, i ignored them for a while and something was like just pick up a piece and hit it with a spark. But on all these survival videos I saw, I never saw any, so I was like, you know what? I'm desperate. So I picked one up. I remember I hit it with a spark, dupe. <laughs> spark was just freaking ignited and like disappeared. And I was like, oh snap. This is literally the like, caveman discovering like, fire. Dude. You were like, literally caveman part two. I'm like, we might be onto something. So I remember I started grabbing all these little puffs of like dandelion balls. And I remember I was like, God, please help this work. Please help this to work. I am man. Because I was worried that I might I might hit like the big puff and it would just go so fast that it wouldn't even get it. So anything. I was like, please, I hope this works. So I got like this huge like ball of fluffy stuff, put this ditch, put leaves all over it, some sticks. And I remember, man. And this is crazy. At this time, I'm not even thinking about the cameraman because they haven't helped me at all. By the way, they're just they're just catching all yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, this is where I realized that the cameramen were were there again because I forgot about them for about an hour now. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, like I'm like I'm talking to myself. All right, Lord, please help me. Please help this to work, or else I'm done after this. Man, got got this fluff stuff in there. And then put these leaves on top with some sticks. Woof, man, leaves, everything started, started getting on fire. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> but it was so quick. I started grabbing. I was like, oh, shit, oh, I need fuck. more sticks. Oh, yeah, fuck. Started, started throwing sticks on there. I started blowing. Please don't go out. Please don't go out. And then I remember, man, uh, I felt like Tom Hanks. I felt like. Oh, yeah. You you may think that that stuff is a movie, but I felt like Tom Hanks when he probably finally ex- got that fire. Ecstatic! You're just like I I am man. I conquered the elements. Yeah. I make fire. Fuck you, you. I don't know what animals are there. You stupid boar. Yeah. You stupid bird. Yeah. I am man. Just whip your dick right. out. <laughs> so, uh, bam, fire's going, and I'm like, oh snap! I'm throwing these sticks on them. Like, oh shit! I can't let this go out. Bam, putting sticks on them. Finally, man, you know, like now I'm back to okay, cool, let's go, baby. Got my swag. So I get my, uh, I get my little. They give you this little pot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. This that you're supposed to boil the water. I look for at least some people argue with me about this, but I don't care. When you thirsty, I did it for like 15 minutes. Yeah. I, but so so you start off with like this much water, but when you boil it, it goes down to about right here. So you can get about a good five to six gulps. And this process repeat. Yeah. So that's the other thing that that sucks out there is that when you got this this little canteen of water, 
you got to find somewhere once you are able to fulfill yourself and your thirst now you got to start just boiling water to store Story, it yeah because oh she's gonna have to keep doing this and then another 30 minutes bam and then it's it's just gonna take up so much time so i remember dude this is the first time in my life i drink boiling water because I was so impatient. I was so just thirsty. Just... I'm like, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to wait for this to cool down. I'm already in the desert. Dude. It's just going to take like three hours to cool down. Yeah. You're not, it's not, dude, I, today was my first day of work. I started working at a liquor store, man. I went probably 20 minutes for that sip of water. And I was like, can I go get a water bottle? I was like, man, I can't do this. Cause I'm normally at home reading books, doing podcasts. So I was like, I was 20 minutes in and I was like panicking. I was like, I got to have some water, man. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, it's boiling. You can't wait for that shit. Just down it. And check this too. All these little things I was worried about, about, man, I don't even like camping. I don't think I can sleep on on some dirt. And this is sort of weird too. And though I was in Iraq, I guess when, when you're in the Marines, you see somebody else doing it, you're like, Oh, that pussy's doing it. I can do We're it. We're all doing it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what they told us in college when we I joined a frat and we were pledging. They're like, if you're having, if you're thinking about quitting pledge ship, they're like, find the biggest bitch around you. Yeah. And if he's still here, tell yourself he did it. <laughs> so same you know, same like, thing in the Yeah, find another pussy. Yeah. And you'd be like, fuck that guy. I'm a bitch, but yeah. he's a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but now I don't have anybody to, to compare myself with out there. So, uh, all right. So, bam, got got the fire, whatever, water, bam, got that through. But I, I did get to a point where I was so desperate, I was literally about to drink this brown feces infested water just to, to even though I know what it came back to get me, just so I could get through the day, mm. just so I could be like, man, I at least made it through the day. So, um, didn't have to do that, man. I remember drinking this hot, this hot ass water. I had to like quick sips just so I could feel comfort that I was getting water in yeah, my body, yeah. even though I couldn't even really gulp it. Um, bam, day one. After this, I'm about to start speeding through this shit. Where we at on time right now, Tommy? We're at 22 minutes. Dude, take your time. Dude, if you want to choose a time that we cut off at, we can do that and then just do part three, part four. I don't give a shit, dude. Podcast isn't going any. Knock on wood. I don't plan on dying anytime soon, man. We can do part 90. I don't give a fuck, dude. All right, so we had 20 minutes. 22 minutes, 35 seconds. All right, I'm gonna, my goal is going to be to get this done in 50, 50 minutes. 50. So Whatever you want, man. <laughs> all right, so. Wait, I got to ask. Did you not just take the pot of water and then put that in the stream? Let it go through, can cool down? Uh, it can... wasn't a stream. It was, it was standing water. Okay. Still, you could take the pot, put it in there without covering it. Conduction. You're probably so oh, jacked man, up on just, adrenaline. Uh, you're not I, even thinking. I, I, I will... I will say I will say this is that um, when you're in the comfort of your home, it's yeah. it's easy to make like and think just, straight. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can think so. Oh yeah, yeah. you can you can play couch quarterback all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how to survive, Sean. <laughs> yeah, and my belly and my air conditioning and my ice cold thermos water. Let me yeah. tell you how to survive. I, and and I'll say this too: when I would when I watch the show play back. I remember I was just watching myself on on TV and I was like, "Oh gosh, why did I do that?" Like, because I'm relaxed now. Yeah, I I got clarity. I'm not wondering where my next meal is coming from. Yeah. I'm not on two to three hours of sleep because I'm wondering what this fucking animal is making noise <laughs> in somewhere in Brazil or Argentina. You know, so um, 
Bam, water's cool, good. I remember my first night, I, I was so mentally exhausted. I didn't even want to try to build a shelter. I was like, I, I got to the point where I said, man, I made it to the night. I don't even care about a shelter. I'm just so mentally exhausted. It's made the rest of my body exhausted. I'm not even going to try to build a shelter because it, that first location had Jaguars came in and I can't remember the other one. I just Jaguars? remember the Jaguars and Cayman. What the fuck? Uh, so, so fuck. let me tell you this too. Let me tell you this too. At the beginning, I was all scared of that type of stuff. But I'll tell you, like, you get to a point where you just don't give a damn no more. Yeah, all right. I believe you. I, I don't know that, but I believe you. So, so when when they told me, well, for one, they really didn't. They really tell me, and these bastards didn't tell me that there were piranhas in the water too. That's what, what anyway. The, so, they're piranhas. They, they, yeah, they, I didn't know until I watched the episode. And I watched what this is one the guy insurance get insurance policy on these shows. What is the insurance policy? They 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 had a ghetto one, I guess. Did you sign away everything, man? Oh uh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I guess you were in the Marines. You're like, fuck it. I'm used to signing the shit. Man. Hey, I didn't have no damn gun or no team with me. So, <laughs> anyways, Woo. so I remember all I, all I was thinking is I go, okay, nighttime started coming. I started hearing all these different noises. I had my fire going. I said, I'm so mentally exhausted. I'm going to sleep through this night. I'll be good. I'll yeah. wake up in the morning. I'll recollect. I'll recollect myself. I'll be good. Remember, I had my fire going. I actually think. Was it the first night? One, I forget the first night. I remember I was I started sleeping. I laid this little poncho out, and everything was cool. Oh, the cameramen! Oh, they packed their stuff up in their editor. They set up motion cameras just in case if it, so they can catch like if a jaguar or something is around, it'll set off alarms so that they can come and try to help you. But like they just give you, there's a radio like hey if if, if something quit, crazy happens. Yeah. Just get it like, don't turn this radio off. Just keep it there. So, and I, like, that's when panic set in, too, is because I was like, I was like, oh, these dudes are really leaving. Like, they really left. They only stay there in the daytime. Nighttime, yeah. they're out of there. Yeah, they got a bed. They've got, they've got like, an air-conditioned yeah. unit somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where they go, but they're out of there. Okay. And then that's when I was like, damn. Like, not only did I feel alone, but now I'm really alone at nighttime. So, um all right, after this first night, I'm going to speed this through. So, Dude, dope. Dude, I remember, take your, I'm take laying your, down. No, don't speed through. Take your time and tell it correctly. I'd rather you get the full story out because once we go through it, we can't go back and add shit. It's, yeah, it's not yeah, as fun. Yeah, so, take your time. Walk through it. So Nice and slow, Sean. <laughs> so I remember I'm laying down, and all of a sudden, man, I hear this weird... I don't know what it was, but it sounded big. That's all I know. It was some, it wasn't a roar, but it was like a grunting noise. And I know it wasn't, I know for a fact it wasn't a human. And I remember at this point, man, I, all, all I did is I looked up to try to look, but I couldn't see. I don't have a flashlight. And then I heard it again. Like I could hear these leaves moving too. And uh, I remember I also had to pee so bad. I'll tell you that after this. So I remember I was just like, oh, shit. And I was like, and I remember I heard it one more time. So I remember I had a machete. They gave us a machete. So I had a machete. I had it out. 
And I remember I just started going, I just started making all this noise. Because mm-hmm. that's one thing I learned from watching. They were like, just make noise, scare it, yeah. bang something together to try to possibly scare whatever away. I was like, I'm not even going to sit and make the stupid ass noise. I just made some weird, crazy <laughs> noise. Yeah. And uh, it stopped. And then I heard it for a little bit. And then I never, that was it. Okay. And then I remember the rest of the night, I was like this, like like a bitch. So I had a like a blanket, and I was like, "Dude, the rest of the, yeah, I'm not lying. I was like, this the rest of the night.' That's how I sleep every night. Hail Marys. That's how like, I sleep every night, man. <laughs> I'm in my bed. I'm in my bed here in suburbia, and that's how I am every night. I'm like, the rest of the night, and I can't tell you, man. I was so happy to see the break of dawn come mm-hmm. up, um, because I, I don't even really remember sleeping. I just felt like I would get. 20 minute naps and then I yeah. would be up like on alert. Yeah, like 20 minute zone. naps up yeah. on alert. Um, and the thing is, is that I tried to go, I had to pee so bad, is that you're scared to go pee because you can't see because you don't have a source of light. And roll over, man. Yeah, and even, well, that's the bad thing. They, they, they said, they told me, they go, whatever you do, do not piss. Or shit by your camp by where you sleep oh, fuck. because that'll attract animals. Oh fuck! So they're like, you does like you need to walk out about a hundred yards. Do not do it right where. So oh. I remember my uh, the first night after that grunting thing, I woke up and I couldn't hold anymore. And I remember, dude, it felt like I walked a mile. Like I probably took maybe fifty steps, but it felt like a mile because there's leaves hitting my head. I'm any little thing hitting me. <laughs> I hear all these nocturnal noises. Think it's like a monkey or something. <laughs> and so, uh, I'll fuck you up. I remember I just started taking a piss, and it felt like it was like. And then I would hear a noise, and then I would stop. And then, like, I would—it was just the longest piss I ever took in my life because it was so uncomfortable. And then, so um, my story about that is what ha- what started happening is that I would plan on how I would drink my water and where I would stop at the end of the day, where I would take my last piss, okay. so that it wouldn't wake, so that I wouldn't have to go out in the middle of the night, okay, and feel like something was going to jump on me. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's what it came to. I, I had struggled with that for a few nights, and then it was like, look, I got to come up with this system of that. Stop drinking. When the like, sun's right here, yeah, stop this drinking. This is where I'm yeah. done drinking water, and then I'll piss maybe two or two times. By the time nighttime will come, and I can fight it off for the rest of the night, and I have to wake up at 2 in the morning. All right, here we go. Um, bang. Day two or day three, uh, I'm not catching any fish. And I'm getting desperate for food. So I'm thinking they're not going to drop me off in a place where I can't get food. That's vegetation. So I find these plants. I didn't know what they were called at the time, but they were called castor beans. Um, They just look like beans you can put in a pot. Bang, you'll eat some beans. Well, anyways, they're very poisonous and toxic. And that's they have a chemical in it called ricin that can. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know what ricin is. Yeah, well, okay, you're pretty smart. That's what intelli- don't know, but, intelligence yeah. agencies use that to fucking kill people. CIA, okay. Mossad. If y'all don't believe me, go look at the show. You can clearly see what it is, and then you can go look on the internet to see that they're castor beans. I think the only thing that 
the reason why I didn't die is because when I because I cooked them in that pot. Probably. And I'm thinking maybe everybody's like, dude, we're thinking that's it might have yeah diminished some of it. I don't know. Yeah, there's some there's some process. I forget what it's called. It's when you heat up proteins and it changes their structure. I cannot that's remember what I'm thinking for the life might have of me. Whoever took biochemistry listening knows what I'm talking. Yeah, you 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 fuck up the the protein structure. All right, so go with that. Uh, also, that's what they use to make castor oil. So you shouldn't be consuming it at all. <laughs> all right. So I didn't know. I'm just like, oh, these look like beans. So they're probably beans. Yeah, they were beans. Anyways, I put them on my thing. I'm like, all right, dang, cool. I know where these plants are at. Now I can go get some more after I'm for I can ration these out. Man, I had these all things all set aside. Bang. Okay, these suckers are ready to go. Bang! Start popping them in my mouth like like some sunflower seeds. It's got a little got a little crunch to them. Bang! I think I'm good. I'm like, dang man, I'm so smart, man. I found some beans and everything. <laughs> Dude, all I want to say is about 15 minutes later, I don't know this feeling. I just I was like, cause now I feel like I'm getting used to the heat there. But I go, I'm like, dang man, I'm. I'm like hot internally for some reason. Like <laughs> a little fevery, maybe a little delusional. Yeah, and, and it's funny when you watch the show, you can just sort of see me. I'm like, hmm, like I feel like something's not right, but I can't really. Don't it know yet. if it's just adrenaline. You just for you. <laughs> and it hit me so quick. So, so I want to say 10, 15 minutes, but then once everything started, there was no turning back. Like, I can't believe how it just rushed me out of nowhere. So I remember I'm just sort of chilling by this tree and I'm like, I'm like, dang, man, I don't feel right. And I'm like, I don't know what it is though. And I'm just sort of feeling like heat sensation from all over my body. And then all of a sudden, I remember I just coughed one time and then something was like, dude, like, like get out the way. I remember I leaned over and it was extra. Like they did justice. They didn't show everything on TV. Thank goodness because they're on a time limit. But I remember, dude, I, I felt like somebody had put their hand out like like a Mortal Kombat move, and it was just ripping out my insides. Everything was just coming out, and just just fluid after fluid just kept coming out, and. I felt like I was going to die. I felt like I was going to die. And then I remember everything was just coming out of both ends. Ugh. Thank goodness that they, they didn't show that on TV. I had never Thank God for had biology, stuff come man. out of both ends ever in my life. So the, the thing about here back home, if you get sick, your stomach's upset, you can take medicine. You get comfortable. Oh, Pepto-Bismol. Oh, like. Turn down the air conditioner, comfort. close the blinds, lay down. Yeah. There was a. Fuck that. No, there was none of that out there. Um, that was my, I was very close. That was my second moment where I was very close to quitting within day two or I think it was day two I did that. Um, I, that happened at night. I think the only reason I didn't quit was because as it was going on through the night, uh, I was too terrified. Like I just didn't want to deal with possibly, I was like, worst case scenario, I'll just die and this will be over with or, but like, if I still live, still alive, I don't want to have to walk through or get carried through the night. Yeah. Of all this, I I go, I'm gonna, qu- I go, if I quit, I'm gonna quit in the morning where there's daylight, yeah. so I can at least see what's going on. Yeah. So I remember I woke up, 
and this like this set the mood of everything is I know a lot of Navy still say this or maybe Rangers, but you divide stuff up in by not by the week or month. You take the next 15 minutes. The next hour or the next day. That's what the Delta Force guy said. I, the, the analogy he said is, he said 10 meter checkpoints. He said 10 meter targets. He said when he's yeah. in like a survival mode, some mission gone wrong. He said 10 meter targets. Who's 10 meters in front of me? Kill them. Next. Don't think about extraction. Don't exfiltration. Okay. Don't talk. What's here? What's here? What's here? Don't, because that will stress you out. Okay. Yep. Survive. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I remember I just said, you know what? If I'm going to quit, I'm going to do it in the morning. So the sun's out. And I remember I got to the morning and I felt horrible. I think I threw up one more time. And then at that moment, um, I was like, I feel bad, but I think I might be able to do maybe one more day. So at that moment, I was just started drinking um, water again to, to replenish everything I lost. Uh, from that moment, uh, it was a little bit rough, but bang, I started knocking out the days. I finally started catching some fish with this net that they gave us. Um, but like they weren't really big fish, but it was enough to make me feel feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing I'll tell you is that when you do these shows, they do a lot of editing. So on the first location, they don't show me catching any fish, but it sort of sucks because you do a lot of good things out there, but you gotta, to be fair, they got six people they're trying to show within mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. And so my friends are like texting me like, hey man, dude, you can't catch any fish. Like what's going on? But like, they just don't show me catching any fish. Mm-hmm. So they get there's these illusions that people build about you. Like how come you didn't do this? When you actually did do it, they just didn't show you doing it because they got an hour to show six people. They can't show everything you're doing within this time limit of, of that, seven days. That's a little lesson in life in general. Yeah. So, um, bam, I start catching some fish. I'm starting to get pretty comfortable with the area. I'm at day seven now. Uh, I feel like I'm getting used to uh, just how everything goes. Oh, I almost ate this bat. Thank goodness I didn't. This bat fell on my uh, coronavirus. Yeah, oh, dude. That's how coronavirus starts. (laughs) The only reason I didn't eat that bat because I saw this movie called Contagion. Dude, I watched that right when coronavirus started. At the very end when the bat eats the thing and then gets eaten by the pig. Sean, you're a smart man. Shout out Contagion. That's the only reason I did not eat that bat. And, um... How creepy is that So that happened... And then, oh, I tried to kill a. Uh, so this is why I say you you don't you start to not care about predators anymore. I want to say about day four or five, you get this feeling that now you feel like you're starting to be connected with nature. Any little sound you hear, you're on alert. You just start. Uh, I think it's this uh, thing of where what's it called where um where predators are like babies animals are born instincts it's um well they don't isn't that a thing with pigs you can take like a pig that for like a hundred generations has been this little like babe just this little pink thing and you can take one that's been generation 50 from some farm and apparently you can take them and just drop them out in the woods and like within one generation they'll get dark they'll get huge like horns so, stuff, yeah. yeah it's probably that man there's probably something in the human body that's just like it's awakening your yes. your primal roots so i tell everybody when when i talk to them they're like they say sean i can never do that i say if you can get past the first day or two 
something inside you just flips starts just coming out to where now you're more relaxed you don't have the adrenaline you start to i don't want to say start to think so much more clearly but you're fine you start being fine with where you're at and you're like all right this is my home mm-hmm. this is what i got to do yesterday this is what worked for me let me carry that today and find out what else works for me today mm-hmm. and pick up a new skill every day all right Man, there was these caimans. So caimans, I thought caimans were just these little baby alligators. These suckers get just as big as regular alligators and crocodiles. So I remember I started hearing these humming noises in the water. And what I would do to cool down in the day, I would get in in that standing still water. And I would crouch down in it just about right here just so I could relax and stay cool because it was so hot. I got mm-hmm. tired of the mosquitoes. And that was a way to just for me to stay head level, just to relax. I would do that for about 30 minutes like a today. Just- yeah. And it was so relaxing and just this dirty water. And then um, I felt like for the most part, this, this, is what weird, this is what was weird. When I watch these animal channels where these crocodiles and stuff come out, I thought that that they would be coming at like if you got in the water i had this feeling that they would just come after you yeah. like if you got in their territory that they would just start swimming towards you like food dude these animals they're so like this lets you know how much in the wild you are they had these ducks out there i could not even get within 200 meters of them without taking off i live next to a pond i can get within five feet of a duck okay like if that if that paints a picture, like because these ducks here are just used to people. Used to, yeah, yeah. They know that the people aren't trying to kill them. It's like deer in places where people don't hunt. You can like walk up to them, but in yeah. places where hunters are, they'll they'll run away at the break of the twig. I I thought that I was going to be able to catch this duck with this net by just throwing it over it because I know for <laughs> a fact I could I could do that to a duck out yeah. out on the yeah. pond easily. Yeah. And I couldn't get within about 200 meters of a duck. They, they're they're out of there. So same thing with the caiman. I got to this point where I said, all right, you know what? I'm scared of these things, but I'm hungry. My hunger means more to me right now than my fear of this caiman. So I made this stick, man. I, made, I had my machete. Man, I was like, all right, shit's about to go down because it's going to try to fight my little ass, but... It's not gonna win. I'm. A, I had a. I had this rope. I was like, if it tries to come in, I'm gonna lasso it. Like I had this. This plan, man. I had my camera. I was ready to go. There was this big ass caiman, big boy. He he was he was right off. Uh, right off. Uh, he wasn't even in the water. He was out like in the dirt. And I was like, cool. I'm thinking that as soon as I get close to him, he's gonna turn towards me and start trying to snap at me. So I was ready. I had my spear. I have my machete. I run up to him. Man, I get within about 20, 20 feet from him. I'm thinking the shit's about to go down. As soon as I get like 20 feet from him, like it looks at me and then it's just like, peace. Jumps up like this, this is a big, this is a big ass like caiman. And it, it, it was like, all right, later. Went right in the water. And I was just like, what? Like, getting ready for that's this that's not battle. what i see on tv yeah dude it, it makes me it makes me think of like jackass you ever watch jackass back in the yeah, 2000s he always it always starts with hi i'm johnny knoxville and this is jackass i just imagine you setting up a camera and it turning on you being like what's up i'm sean welcome to jackass yeah. <laughs> go and tackle this fucking caveman 
And um, I just really, it just surprised me that that the animals out there that they they don't see that much human contact. Mm. So that probably if they do, like it's time to get away. Mm-hmm. I don't. It was just really weird. Yeah, it just caught me off guard. It's, you're an you're an unknown predator, and it's like fuck it. Like why even bother? So it just runs into the water. Yeah. Bam. Day seven pops up. So at this moment, I'm getting comfortable. I'm catching some little fish. All of a sudden, this beacon goes off. Beep, beep, beep. That means it's time for me to go to my my next location. So these guys come out of nowhere. They're like, it's a distraction team. They're like, hey, man, let's go. Hey, congratulations. We got to get you. We got to get you off to the airport so you can go to your next location. So they ask me some questions. Hey, man, how you feeling? They got the cameras on me. And I go, man, I was like, I'm, I'm just ready to get out of this place. You know, because you're thinking, all right, bam, I got one place out the way. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, but also, I started getting comfortable with that place. Yeah. Which made me a little bit mad. Because I'm like, damn, man, I just started feeling like I was doing yeah. better day by day. Yeah. But okay, the next place should be better. I should be good. Like, this place sucks. Next place should be better. As long as it's not the Amazon yet. So... <laughs> This was uh, this is where I felt homeless. Bang! They get me. They take me to this airport. Now I remember as we pull up to the airport, all they're allowed to give me in transport is one bottle of water. They don't give me no food. There's no food of me eating in between. Oh, hey, okay. I'm just, yeah, I'm not eating in between this eight hour to twelve hour thing for me going to my next location. So bam, they get me. I see I see that I'm pulling up to this airport and I, I look at one of the people and I was like, hey, are we going inside this airport? And they're like, yeah, man, we got to take you inside this airport. Let you know, I haven't had a shower. I'm covered about in to dirt. Say, yeah, so you look I've like been a putting mud psycho. on myself to keep mosquitoes off of me. So you look like a psychopath. <laughs> I, looked, I looked terrible. I have some like cut off short. Everything is just caked in mud. So... And I haven't really seen any humans in like seven days. And the cameraman, they don't really. So I just said, I was like, is there any way that, that I don't have to go through this airport? And they're like, we're sorry, we got to get you to this. They're taking me to like a private jet. Yeah. There's no way that they're letting you. I was about to say, there's no way they're bringing you on like some Delta oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I asked them, I go, I'm not getting on an air. They go, no, no, no. They go, you're getting on a private okay. jet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I go, yeah. but do I have to? They're like, you have to go. So okay. I remember, I was like, oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> so there's like these people like these whatever and i remember i was so embarrassed they sort and by by the way when i'm walking it's not like i'm walking normal i'm walking a beat up of seven days where i'm eating i'm weak yeah so i'm like you know <laughs> yeah people are like calling security they're like who the fuck is this yeah so but and plus i'm black and i'm in argentina <laughs> so there's no black people there <laughs> Doesn't doesn't help that it's yeah they've never seen a black person the first one they see you're literally coming out of the plains yeah. and you're like I just killed a fucking so, alligator. So I'm walking through the airport and I just remember <sighs> all these people and all these like lines waiting to get their tickets. They're just all looking at me because I'm just covered in I'm just covered in dirt. And I remember there's just some people sort of like assisting me. It looked like I was, a, I think they thought I was a fugitive. Like they found somewhere in the wilderness. Yeah, you were hiding. <laughs> yeah. And it was so embarrassing. So then they they told me, they're like, hey, they're getting everything. 
set so that you can walk through this doorway and you can get right on the plane and we're out of and we're out yeah. of here, Sean. And I remember I sat down and I remember all these people like I remember some people had out their phones <laughs> and I remember dude, it was so, I was so embarrassed. I just put my head down like this because I felt like such a piece of shit. It was so it was so embarrassing. What, what, what year is this? Pointing. What year is this? This is 2015. Okay. Okay. So, um, bam, get on the airport or get on the plane. I never fall asleep on planes. I never do. I get on this jet. I was out cold. Yeah. I was out. Yeah, just like a lullaby. Just, yeah, just going straight. Best sleep I had out there. I was about to say, man, you know, Argentina, you know that they harbored a bunch of Nazis after World War II? Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Jesus. Now we might do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, okay, hold on. okay. Hold on. Dang, man, we, this might have to be a part three. <laughs> dude, no, I was, dude, I'm planning on doing a lot of parts with this, man. We're not rushing this, bitch. Uh, all right, this so, is like a slow oh, cook, man. We got to do this right. Do not, do not, do not let me forget. The, the whole night, I'll, oh, I got a history fu- lesson out there when everything was over. Jesus Christ. I, I was just saying that. I was like, I, man, so this is the first, I was like, mind you, this is some neo-Nazi nation. But you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Okay, so, bang. All of a sudden, I remember I'm on this jet. I remember I wake up. Something just wakes me up. I wake up, and I'm freezing on this plane, <laughs> on this jet. I'm like, damn, it's cold as hell. So I remember I look out the window and I don't see nothing but like ice caps <laughs> oh, and mountains. Christ. And I'm like, I'm like, time out. Okay, oh. hold on, hold on. I'm not. I know I'm not going to a cold place yet. I go. Maybe we're just flying over this before I get to like a tropical island or something. Oh no. Anyways, it didn't get any warmer. So finally, like I realized, like oh shit, I'm about to go from this extreme hot place that gets to 120 degrees. And of um, course, they do it that way. Yeah, so all right, I mean, let me not backtrack. So, bam, they dropped me off. The, the way that it decides how we go is that we got to pick these Hummers when I meet all these people for the first time. And we all, when we pick this Hummer, it, design, is, it designates us where we're supposed to go. So, they're like, whichever Hummer you pick, which is color coded, is going to determine where you. Oh, Jesus. So, so I picked this. I think I picked a red Hummer. Oh God! No, no, I got the yellow one. I got the yellow one because I because I was like, all right, blues probably they're gonna they're gonna try to trick us. Yeah, blues gonna be really bad. Blues gonna be cold. Yeah, red's gonna be hot. So I was like, I'm gonna do yellow because it's not red and it's not blue. They had a green one, they had a gray one, and a brown one. So, anyways, that determined. I'd go gray. My rotation. I'd go gray. Gray is wild card. (laughs) So, (laughs) so um. Bang, I get to this cold, I get to this cold place. Immediately when I get there, there's like this producer guy there and he's like, why in the hell is he in shorts with hardly anything on? Get the, like, get this man, he's gonna free, like, Too and so finally everybody's like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. So like, they let me get in this little thing, I change, I get my cold weather gear on. And I remember they didn't say much to me, but this producer dude was like, hey man, he goes, I'm going to tell you, whatever you do, you need to get a fire started as soon as possible. It's going to get in the negatives tonight. And I was just like, I just remember thinking, I ain't going to make it. <laughs> so long, Mom. <laughs> they they put me on this snowmobile. They take me up this. They, they couldn't even. Uh, they were supposed to drop me off in a helicopter, but it, the weather was so bad 
the snow was so bad they couldn't do it. They Jesus couldn't put Christ. me in a helicopter. So they put me on a snowmobile, take me up to the top of this mountain. And uh, man, another, every place humbles you. I'm starting to get humbled again. I'm looking on top of, of this mountain and I can't even see the ground. And I just remember, I just start, I just see snow. And the only advice I got was like, I did, I did see water when I got on the snowmobile. So I remember while we were going up this mountain, I just kept trying to like look. Yeah, tag. If I could see like, okay, I think the water was that way. It was that way. It was that way. So I remember uh, they put me on this mountain. They're like, all right, man, you're on your own. They gave me these uh, little poles so I wouldn't, because you would sink down sometimes yeah, to yeah, your waist. Yeah, powder. Yeah. And a part of me. I just wanted to, a part of me just wanted to throw my, I purposely, I thought my mind wanted me to just purposely fall, like try to slip. Oh, get hurt? To just, yeah. Break so a leg or something? Yeah, break a leg or something. Be like, well, I didn't quit. I broke my leg. <laughs> I would have done that, man. Even when I would fail, like, even when I would fall, the powdered snow would sort of catch me. <laughs> God damn it. It's like being in like a. Yeah, it's like solitary confinement. You're trying to like kill yourself, hitting your head on a wall, but it's all padded. <laughs> can't, can't even kill you. Jump off a mountain, you land in twelve feet of powder. You're like motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, bang! I get down this mountain. What clothes do you have? What what what's warm weather clothes consist of? I got on like a uh, I can't. I don't even know how to pronounce it anymore. It's called like an Artex jacket. Okay. It's real thin, but that sucker works. It was yeah. about two hundred bucks. That's on a bitch works. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that pants, boots. Man, I get down there, and I see water, and it's snowing, and it's already starting to get dark because just the time difference, delay, time zone. Yeah. I get down there. Um, I had emergency match. I had some emergency matches. I could. Man, I started trying to light up stuff. It wasn't working. I didn't have time to look for something because it was already starting to become dark. And I, and so I remember I said, well, man, I'm about to get this emergency match. Lit that sucker up. I had like this piece of uh, uh, paper that like I ripped off of something. I had some sticks. Man, that snow was hitting and that wind was hitting so hard. It took the match out. And I was just like. Start crying. <laughs> I just—I remember I was—I said, I remember I just looked at—I looked at the camera people to see if like, and they were just looking at me like, don't look at us. Give them the, pu- give them the puppy eyes. You're like, like, Fuck like you. does anybody care what just happened right now? <laughs> they're just like, nope. So, um, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, it went out, and then I was—I so, think I was so mad. I said, I said, man, fuck this. I said, fuck it. If I, I wanted some sympathy real bad, but nobody was giving you know, me. They don't I said, fuck off. it. If I die tonight, I'm dying tonight. I guess I don't have a fire then. Just fuck it. I, I guess I was hoping somebody was going to be like, yeah, no, you we, go, like no, hey. you can't die. Yeah. They were like, all right, do it, bitch. <laughs> they got, they got a priest ready to say a funeral. They're like, we don't give a fuck. This is going to be good ratings. <laughs> I want it. And this was another life lesson too. I wanted so much sympathy out there in the beginning. Oh, there's nothing better than not receiving sympathy. It makes you such a better person. Dude, every time a guest cancels, I'm I'm like you losing the match. I'm always like, all right, fuck it. Guess we're just not doing this podcast. And then I realize realize that no one gives a fuck. It's like, all right, well, if I'm not watching you, I'm just going to watch Rogan. And it's like, okay, no one gets... 
mom, dad, somebody cancels on me. They're like, man, that sucks. Figure it out. Man, so <laughs> no man, sympathy. Nobody, there was no sympathy, and I slept through the night, which I was told not to, with no fire, and it was terrible. Well, you'll you'll it fall. Was bad. You'll I fall remember, asleep uh, in the cold and and fucking die. And on the ground, you're not supposed to sleep on Jesus the ground. Christ. You're supposed to build. You're never supposed to sleep yeah, on the ground. Period. Not even in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks yeah. the heat oh, out I, of your oh, body. I broke all the rules. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I broke all the rules. And uh, I remember just, I remember all I did is I got some sticks. I was just so exhausted over building any type of shelter over there. I was over it. I just put up two sticks, laid this tarp over it, and just had this ghetto tent. And I remember when I woke up, I'm not making this up. I set up and I just remember my head hit these, the, me breathing and the condensation just started forming icicles. <laughs> so I woke up and I set up and I just remember clink, 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 like just icicles hit me and I was like, damn. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn. <laughs> and, um, and then I remember going out taking a piss and just remember seeing steam come off oh, yeah. like this. Yeah, it gets so cold, your piss and starts evaporating. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, it's cold. And um, yeah, and, and that's that's what started off. So my second my second zone was called the mountains. That was the coldest location. They just called it the mountains. Fair enough. What what's the you what's the location? Uh, oh, um, uh, Pat- Patagonia. Where's that? I, I recognize the name. I'm an idiot. That's, it's about as close as you can get to Antarctica without being on Antarctica. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a, it's the closest. That, oh, that's like I- far, far South America. That's like yeah. the tip of South America. Oh, yeah, America. about as far as you can go. Yep. So, Fuck that noise. just to give you an idea, the closest thing is Antarctica, which I don't even know how many, mi- how many miles, but you, I think on a ship or a boat you could probably get to antarctica from from the tip of uh where patagonia is and maybe i think like a few hours yeah my brother went to chile years and years and years ago and yeah he used to send pictures on top of like glaciers yeah yeah fuck that so you know yeah. there all right fuck that so nice. um man day two Bang, you know, trying to catch fish. Actually, I think I did catch fish. I'm using this net. I'm catching some rainbow trout. Real small, not not good at it. Of course, they don't show that. Um, I catch some frogs. Um, by the way, I've never killed any animal in my life to eat before. So fish was no big deal. But then uh, I found some frogs. Uh, that was a little bit weird for me, but I did that. Killed them, made some frog legs. And then I was so terrified of the cold. Like, besides night where it got really freezing and cold, besides that, I ended up falling in love with it because it was it was it was beautiful. I could look up in these mountains mm. and it just looked like some stuff I would see in a calendar. Yeah, some and, like fairy tale shit. Yeah, and I was like, damn, I'm like in a, I'm like, okay, this is dope. Like, like di- I'm never, I'm in never Disney in my movie. life growing yeah. up in the hood what yeah. I thought I would be in Patagonia looking at ice caps on mountains guess it's a nice place to die (laughs) yeah so um go through that and then um you ever you ever think about attacking the cameraman stealing their shit nah because they just didn't 
I would have, man. Just a ghost. Get that machete, yeah. man. I would have grabbed him right by the neck and be like, give me your crackers. No, I, I didn't really. I, they were just ghosts. That's man. why you're allowed to be near the president and I'm not. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not unhinged, man. <laughs> after after they saw me throwing up and, and trying to worry about the best angle they could get, I realized. And, you're, you're like, oh, they really, they're looking yeah, at yeah. it like, oh, let's get this angle of him dying from ricin. This is going to advance yeah. my career. <laughs> You realize they really don't. I really, I really want to try to look up Caster Bean so y'all know I'm not making that up. Dude, um, so, I'll pull it up right now. So, um, towards the end. Oh, by the way, so 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 I'm moving now. Seven days, seven days because I'm hitting. I think a full moon, half moon, whatever that cycle is. CDC, Still not right? Knowing yet. CDC. Yeah, for everyone listening, CDC. Ricin is a poison found naturally in castor beans. Literally at the top of the page of the CDC's website for ricin. Okay, there we go. If the beans are chewed or swallowed, this can release ricin. <laughs> Amazing. Alright, just, I just want, want people to know. Anyway, so I, I'm getting day five, day six, and I'm feeling good about myself. And I think because I was so terrified of the cold that and it ended up I ended up liking it but because I wanted to go to the desert I felt like I was going to be more comfortable there it backfired on me so I'm still hungry I finally found this oh so the predator in Patagonia is the is mountain lions and pumas Jesus Christ same thing Sean can you talk for 30 seconds so I can so I can yeah. go take a piss yep fill the blank and um, so at that point I, I'm just still hungry, and I'm not really doing good with fishing every other day. And then finally, I'm walking, and I just see they have these animals that are called I can't even remember the name of them, but they're big, huge rabbits. They, I can't. I'm not exaggerating. They can get to about this big. Um, Patagonia Mara, that's the name of them. I'm walking through and I see the hind legs are some fur hanging out of this pile or like from under this hole in the tree. And I'm looking under there just to make sure nothing jumps out. And um, I get a stick, I start poking it. And I'm like, dang, something. And you can see the back ends of it. It looks like something had sort of scraped at the legs or something tried to catch it, but maybe it kept jumping up or whatever. For whatever reason, it died. And I saw it. But then I said, you know what? I'm not even worried about it. I'm going to try to go and catch some fish. And so I didn't have any luck with catching any fish. So I came back to the, the Patagonian Mara that was dead. And so I came to a realization that of like, look, man, you haven't been consuming too much food. And I did remember watching Bear Grylls, which I'm not going to try to say nothing bad about that show. I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but didn't he? A lot of stuff in that show. I don't, guys. I don't want to say go buy everything off that show. Is all I'll say. But I do remember episode of him eating something that was already dead, but he had to cut around the pieces of it that was like rotted out. And so um, I remember I was just looking at this dead Patagonia Mara and I was just thinking and I was like, I think I might be able to eat parts of this 
as long as I don't eat any of the rotten parts. So I was like, man, this is survival. We're about to find out. Put this sucker on on some sticks, carried it over to the river, started never skinned an animal in my life, but I watched tons of YouTube videos getting ready. Man, I looked like a pro out in that bitch. Man, I knew, oh, I was so proud of myself. I was skinning this thing and I was just looking at the anatomy of like, damn, I'm really doing this. Cut off the bad parts. Like I, some of the parts smell bad. It's like, okay, I'm not doing that. Throw it in the water. Um, and I was like, well, we're about to find out. Gutted that sucker and took the heart. I know I could eat the heart. The heart looked okay. Didn't look bad. But I didn't really know what I'm looking for. I'm like, I don't know if this looks bad. Yeah, I've never yeah, done it before, yeah. but I think it's okay. Uh, man, I cooked that sucker up. I boiled some, cooked it over the fire. And I was like, I guess I'll know by tomorrow or tonight whether it's good or not. It's not rice. Right, man, it was good. Ate, ate on that for about two two days. Ooh. And then, bam, the second switch happened. So I think I'm going to wrap it up with this. Okay. At this point. Do a part, so what, part what, I'll, what I'll say to wrap this up is that when I was in Patagonia, um, it every every part hit me different where I was at. So you know the heat, and then then go into extreme cold, and um, just definitely even waking up. Uh, nighttime, I got better sleep there. Um, there wasn't the crazy sounds like there like there were out in the um, the bush plains, but um, that. Me catching that de- dead Patagonia Mara, I- I'll say I caught it, but <laughs> it was already dead. But um, me living off of that, that just boosted like my morale of yeah. like when you get food out there, it just boosts your morale, makes yeah. you feel accomplished. I can do this. So, shit. so that made me feel really good. And then at that moment, um, I really felt like I was in a good space heading into the next zone because. I don't. I wasn't on a full stomach, but it was enough to make me start feeling a little bit more healthier again. Mm. Um, I, so, any questions before we wrap? We wrap this one up. Yeah. So, when you found that dead animal, it's it's so cold that shit's just kind of preserved, right? Um, nighttime, but daytime it gets warmer. Okay. So um, it's I don't know what season I was there. Um, I don't know if it was their summer season. I'm guessing it was because there would be times in the day if it wasn't snowing that I could, I could just, I could take my jacket off and have a long sleeve on. Okay. There were some days I couldn't, um, but then obviously nighttime, everything, everything is on. Um, but like, I don't know what season that was. What was so, your, I am sorry if you touched on it when I went to the bathroom cause I'm a bitch and I got to pee all the time. What was your shelter? Or was Man, it just kind of dug like a dug a tarp. fucking hole? Tarp? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't good. Oh, yeah, I you said that. Put, you broke all the rules. God damn it, Sean. Yeah, I, I didn't put really any effort into making... If you watch that show, do not do what I did. Like, worst case scenario, do what I did. But that's absolutely worst well, case you sur- scenario. you survived, so, yeah, why wouldn't... Can you... Uh, can... I would say try to definitely take more effort into building a better shelter, but... At my at my point, I said, "Okay, I made it through the day. Then mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it again." Yeah, yeah. Can, can you, go ahead. You're so low on energy that you just you get to a point where you're just trying to save. I'm telling you, I could easily walk 
I could go out and run five miles right now and I would be fine the rest of the day. If I was to do that out there, I don't even think I could make it to a to, You're to mile two. Yeah, no, you got to like not move. Yeah. I guess you, it makes sense. You probably understand more than anyone why it's like it's so hard to lose weight because our bodies are – if you just took a timeline of like homo sapiens till now, mm-hmm. the agricultural revolution when we stopped being nomadic hunter-gatherers and was the, when Sumer – the Sumers, the what was the, the Fertile Crescent, where we first started like getting agriculture, and we're like, "Yo, we can just chill here. We got food." Mm-hmm. That's such a tiny blip in the in the total timeline of Homo sapien development that our bodies, for all intents and purposes, it was like it's like if human if Homo sapien lifetime is like one year, the agricultural revolution till now, so like pyramids till now is like the last day of that year so our bodies still think that we are out on the plains and yeah the bushlands or or mountains it's it's like mm-hmm. yeah you, you probably know better than most you're like oh this is why our bodies hold on to every calorie because they were oh, they're not shit. ready for you know drywall carpet nice bed yeah. i just you know i went to went to the bathroom filled up my water bottle clean tap water refrigerator full of food today is my cheat day got some ben and jerry's ice cream shout out ben and jerry's but it's yeah yeah, our bodies think that it's like we're about to get eaten by a fucking alligator do or die go time son so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah when you when when we gain weight easily it's it's because our bodies are like they think they're still on survivor right yeah not really a question more of a statement but yeah um, I drank now that that second location I was able to drink right out of the river which was a chance but it's, it was coming off of the ice caps which Gla- yeah, that snow melt yeah yeah and there's so many filters coming off of the mountain yeah and it's a lot of it's untouched yeah man I, I did not have to boil not one single That's cup what- of, I, I could drink I drink ride the river never got sick which I sort of thought was cool like that 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 makes you feel for whatever reason, that that would make me feel badass that I could just like go to Fuck this yeah, river, just drink out of and the I river, and I could just go right there, my face, yeah. and just drink and just drink right out of that water, and dude, everything was cool. Up in northern New Hampshire, where a lot of my uh, extended family is, there's a one of the places literally just has like it's literally just like the, all the water from I have faucets. It all just comes from a pipe like 300 feet down. It's like where's that going? It's like that's literally just tapping into this just like like underground like water flow yeah because it's all just frozen year round it's pure as shit no filters no nothing literally just out of the ground clean water drink it it's that is something great about the kind of tundras the it was weird pure pure. yeah i'm a city guy we don't there's nothing like that no 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 (laughs) yeah it's dude that's i was gonna so my question we'll wrap it up we'll do we'll do part three is Maybe this is just because I'm so fucking crazy. Did you ever start just having, like... I feel like if I was in that position, I would, like, give in to the madness. I feel like I would, like, kind of go crazy and embrace it. I feel like I'd create my own religion or something. I would just go crazy mm. and just be like, I am man and I am here to murder all animals. I would... I'd start... Yeah, I know I know for a fact I would do crazy shit. Maybe this is best why I'm stuck in suburbia. I feel like I'd start killing shit and, like keeping their bones and like trying to create some weird occult magic or something that, that's because i'm fucking crazy you well so you meditate so <laughs> every I day you, every day that's where 
when I was out there and you don't hear any cars, you don't hear anybody talking, that was like my natural, there was no choice for me. I was meditating without having to meditate because... Up at my place in northern New Hampshire, dude, it's our our, uh, family's places. It's so, you don't even see jets. It's so quiet. I mean, we have internet, but if you go for a walk, you have no choice but to meditate. Because mm-hmm. there's just, like you said, there's nothing. You hear a bird mm-hmm. chirping, you hear a trickle. It's it's crazy because after like a week there, without even meaning to, you just reach like this place of peace. You're mm-hmm. like, ah. And then you get back onto the highway, you start getting radio again, and it's all flooded. You start checking your text messages and yeah. Facebook and rah, 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 you start going crazy. But yeah, it's involuntary meditation out there. It just, mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's peace. It's yeah. So I don't really know where we're going with that, but I bet that helps though. Like because you said what I was gonna say earlier is when you were like you took that moment to just like hear everything, like take your shirt off, and you're like, let's just kind of become one with nature. Because otherwise, your mind's going a million. That's what I mean. But that's what I do every. That's how I. That's I mean I. I completely. Um, what word am I looking for? I guess attest my ability to get into being a terrible student my whole life and then getting into med school from college was that every day I would just meditate for like 30 minutes in the morning and that was Mm -hmm. unlike you know I'm dropped off in the middle of nowhere and I got to get my bearings but in a way it was it was like you know oh fuck I got to take all these classes and I got to study and but every day I would just I'd work out and then I would just meditate and I'll be like like today I got to study like organic chemistry genetics and calculus and be like and that's what i gotta do today but and then next semester i gotta do this and then in two years i gotta take the mcat it was like you said next hour i'd be like what do i have to do today gotta study organic chemistry chapter four benzene i gotta chap you know this i gotta do this that's what we're doing today and then you you knock that one out put it under your belt next day that's what i did today wake up oh i got starting a new job today it was meditate what am i doing today Got to go to my job orientation, four hours. And then what? And then I'm talking to Sean. What am I doing after that? Have a little ice cream. Do that. What am I doing tomorrow? We'll worry about that tomorrow. But you got to, whether you're in the middle of the plains or whether you're in suburbia, whenever you want a long-term goal that's not just wake up and go to the office, but survive or, in my case, create a podcast or get into medical school, literally, literally, like I hung up with them and then started the podcast with you, my buddy Warren, who's trying to like fund his own satellite he like worked for nasa and was like fuck that i want to set my own up yeah that's what i was telling him. i was like dude you gotta do it every day you gotta get to a place of like peace realize what you're doing today what is your deadline for today it's just one building block you know you're building the empire state building that's made out of limestone don't look at it's going to take 50 million blocks be like i gotta lay down a couple blocks today and then mm-hmm. that's what we're doing today. Tomorrow, we'll worry about tomorrow's blocks. And then next thing you know, two years goes by and you've got a hundred story skyscraper and they're shooting King Kong on it. And it's like, but don't worry about that. You got to just, yeah. I don't really know what I'm saying, but yeah, you got to, I use it every day. It's my own like survival is it's not, I got to find yeah. food and water and you know, I got to kill some alligator. Instead, it's just like, all right, what are we doing? We're doing this. This is what we're doing today. Yeah. Right. And if I don't do it, I go fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you, man. That's all I got. Uh, well, so, all right, man, we'll do. 
You, uh, I'm sorry. Thanks for thanks for having me on the part two, dude. Dude, don't fucking thank me, man. You're always welcome to come <laughs> on, dude. I thoroughly, I'm, I'm checking right now before we even Tuesday. I got work till two p.m. You free four p.m. Tuesday? Uh, four p.m. Let's do four p.m. Tuesday. Four p.m. Tuesday. If we can't yes, do it, sir. text me. But yeah, let's bank on that, dude. Part three coming up for all you bitches. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, Sean, God. buddy. Thank you so much. I'll text you when it's uploaded. I uh, text you. I'll talk to you later. Wait, 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 wait. What, when are you gonna touch on the Argentinian Nazis? That's gonna be that's gonna be uh, okay. that'll be next that'll be next okay. one. will be next one. Stay tuned <laughs> to hear about the Argentinian Nazis. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Peace, buddy. Peace. <laughs>